0: I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Here we go! This is the Virtual Real Estate Investor Podcast with Vincent Polisi. Buckle your seatbelt seat and prepare to learn how to legally make six figures investing in real estate with no money, no credit check, and nothing but a computer and internet connection. Learn how you, too, can begin generating buyers and sellers for free today. And why you're only two calls away from making a $10,000 or more payday while never leaving the comfort of your home. And now, your host, the virtual real estate investor, Vincent Polisi. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Vincent coming to you live once again from beautiful, sunny Orlando, Florida. Wow, once again, is it hot and humid. Crazy, crazy. All right, guys, real quick, something that just came up. And the more of this stuff comes up in the Facebook group and in our private Slack channels and other conversations, the more it makes me aware of how little uh, actual education goes on in the marketplace and how little self-education people actually engage in. So, the thing that came up today was a question regarding title insurance. And have you ever closed a deal without title insurance? And you know, basically, what are the pros and cons of doing so, or not doing so? So, let's talk about title insurance for a minute. If you've ever closed the deal, or even if you've never closed the deal, I would highly advise that you take time to do your due diligence and read the title insurance policy to understand exactly what it covers. Now, I will give you my rundown on it real quick, and then I'll go through and explain exactly how everything functions. Title insurance is one of the biggest ripoffs there are in real estate investing, or in purchasing real estate, even if you are just a retail consumer buying your own house. And why is that? Why? Because insurance companies are in the business of not paying insurance claims. They do not make money by paying insurance claims. They simply make money by collecting insurance premiums. So once again, you have a major conflict of interest In the designed purpose of the product, which is to protect you, the buyer, from any defects or clouds on the title that may have not been picked up by your abstractor, by your title company, by your real estate attorney closing the transaction. And so what does that mean exactly? Well, let's back up for a second because there's two types of title insurance. There's a lender's title policy, which all mortgage lenders are going to force place and require you to pay to hypothetically, theoretically protect them in the event that there are any title claims or clouds on title not picked up by the title company, the real estate attorney, etc. cetera. There's also a buyer's policy or what's called an owner's policy. That would be you, one that you pay for. Well, you pay for the lender's policy anyway, even though it doesn't protect you. It protects the lender. But on an owner's policy, that's designed to protect you. And so if you've ever been to an actual purchase closing, you're given the option. If you have, uh, whether you have mortgage financing or not, it doesn't matter. But if you have mortgage financing in place, you'll be paying already for the lender's title policy. They will give you the option to buy your own owner's policy Why would there need to be two policies when they can simply just cover both parties like they do on homeowners insurance, right? But no, you got to buy a separate one. If you want actual coverage and protection from the negligence of the title company or the real estate attorney or in some freak incident where there were no prior claims, but somehow dating back 20 years or so, somebody actually has a claim of equity against the property itself. So they give you the option to buy your own policy. You need to read what the policy covers because in the event that there are any claims or defects in the title itself. And let's keep in mind the redundancy here just so you guys understand. If you guys don't understand this, a title company, a real estate attorney closing a transaction also have to have two other types of policies in place for them to protect you that they have to pay for. It's all covered in whatever expenses you pay when you pay for their services, but it's called an O, which stands for Errors and Emissions, and a O, which stands for Directors and Officers. Insurance policy, two different t- policy types. The O policy type is designed to protect you from fraud by one of the directors or officers of the corporation, namely the attorney or the title company, in the event that they did something to defraud you in the transaction. The E&O policy, or errors and omissions policy, is designed to cover you in the event that there's any type of negligence, an error or omission of a material fact, something that causes you some type of harm on that transaction. And these are all paid for by the title company or the real estate attorney. And they all cover you, you have to understand that. So why do we need a separate title insurance policy? Because these other two policies should automatically cover you. You should have redundant coverage there potentially depending on what they ended up doing or not doing. But at least one of those policies would cover you in the event of some sort of a title claim. And then you have the lender's policy, covering the lender. Once again, against any claims against the title. Now you have an owner's policy to protect you, but does it actually protect you? So let's assume for a second there's a claim made against the title or someone sues for a quiet title or someone comes in and they try to place a mechanics lien from a prior incident before your acquisition. Your title insurance policies, hypothetically, theoretically would protect you from these things. But if you've ever been through the claims process and you've ever read the actual title policy itself to understand what the coverages are, they are not covering you from any type of catastrophic loss, okay? So understand that when you go into these things and when you're paying this money for these policies that are virtually worthless, you're gonna have to fight tooth and nail In order to get any type of compensation, reimbursement, anything from the title insurance company, if they pay you anything at all, it's the standard chain of denial, 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 denial when it comes to title issues. And then if you go to the extent that you try to sue them for not providing the insurance that you paid for, that they sold to you, You have to understand the language in the actual policy itself because it's only there and it's only designed to cover you against the minimum amount of loss. So depending on what the totality of the loss was, whatever it was cost to to settle the claim, uh, whatever it cost to remove the claim, doesn't make a difference if that impacted you in other ways. It's only going to cover the very minimum amount, maybe, if, if it even does that, but maybe in the event of any type of a title claim. okay. So it's not a situation where if somebody comes in and they've got some claim of equity, that all of a sudden you get $300,000 uh, paid to you for the title insurance policy. That's not how it works. okay. So understand that for what it is. You need to make sure that you're reading the actual policy itself. If you're lucky, you're going to get a couple months worth of payments or loss of payments or whatever whatever damage was done that'll be about the, the maximum amount. And it's is it gonna amount even to what you had to pay in a premium? Probably not. Okay, so understand this stuff for what it is. They have all this stuff set up in place. Most of it is not for you or for your protection. Okay, The lenders require you to pay for the title insurance policy to protect them, theoretically. And why is that? It's because at some point in time, somewhere down the road, 50 years ago, a bank got sued, or there was a claim of equity against a property And some bank had a loss. So they said, you know what? Across the board, we're not going to do that anymore. We are just going to force place and require any mortgagee, or I'm sorry, mortgagor that gets a loan to have title insurance. that covers us, okay? It's all about covering them. Just like private mortgage insurance doesn't help you, you're paying for it. In the event that you default, mortgage insurance, premium, same thing. It all covers the lender, not you, but you get to pay for. It's same thing with a lender's title policy. You pay for it, but it doesn't protect you, even though theoretically it should protect the title 100%. But that's not the way that it works, okay? So when you guys are out there in the marketplace and you're doing these deals or whatever, make sure you understand what you're doing, what you're agreeing to, and what you're paying for. Somebody, they asked this question earlier today, and I said, yeah, I haven't, I haven't gotten a title insurance policy in 12 years on any deal. And I, and I wouldn't. I mean, unless there was some type of mortgage finance in place, and I had to because I had to pay for it to get the loan. And then I certainly would not buy an owner's, t- owner's title policy because it's not worth the paper it's printed on. Okay? I mean, I'm just telling you, it, just, it, it isn't. They can try to try to tell you all kinds of stuff, but if you've never been through that battle with a title insurance company the actual, you know, somebody like a Chicago title or Old Republic or Stewart title or whoever, um, to try to get compensated for damages because there was some claim that was made. I'm just telling you, it is an exercise in futility. Absolute exercise in futility. So what are the takeaways? The takeaways are, one, if you're in real estate investing, do your due diligence. Know what you're doing. Read the title policy so you can understand what it covers, who it covers, what the limits of liability and coverage actually are before you pay for these things. Okay, before you buy them. Before, and this is what people do, and this is why I get so frustrated, and aggravated when I see these things out there. People, they think, oh, I've got title insurance. Well, therefore, I'm covered, and everything's you know hunky dory, and um, they mistakenly place things like title insurance up on some sort of little pedestal, like it's some master coverage that's going to protect them from anything and everything, and they're going to have some payday, and if anything happens, some invisible shield that they have. And it's not the way it works, okay? So don't buy into the BS that is sold by the industry about things like title insurance. Okay? it's an absolute scam, absolute ripoff. And if you're concerned about defects in the title, my advice would be to you know mosey right on down to the courthouse unless they've got it online. And pull the abstract yourself. It's not that hard. You just go down there, get the book of page, and start going through the documents. And you can see any and all claims. You know, they the title or the abstractors typically are only going back for a certain period of time, depending on what the requirements of a lender would be, or the title insurance policy would be. So you can do the exact same thing yourself if you're concerned about that, and that way at least you would know. Hopefully you're reading your title policies or your uh, title commitments when they come over, so you can understand what's on there, what was on there, what the chain of title actually has been, so you know what you're dealing with. But you got to take these things a step further. You can't just sit back and rely on these attorneys and title companies and everything else as if there's some sort of protection for you because you, you have some uh, misguided uh, theory that they're there to protect you and they're not. Okay. So understand that guys for what it is, but title insurance, I wouldn't buy it personally. It's I just, you know, I don't see any value in it, What the value would be what? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't see any value. And I've seen too many scenarios over the years where claims were made afterwards and you know, the buyer mistakenly thought that they had everything covered because they had a title policy. And that was anything but the truth. So make sure you know what you're doing. Do your due diligence. Go read the title policy. So you can vet whether or not what I'm telling you is accurate. Okay? See what the actual limits of liability are. You're gonna laugh. If you actually read it, if you actually read the title policy. <laughs> and you see what the limits of coverage are, (laughs) you're going to laugh. But it's a fantastic revenue stream for, guess who? Guess who? Two entities. The title insurance company. By title insurance, I'm talking about the insurance provider. Chicago title, Old Republic, Stewart title. And the commission-based title company, or commission-based real estate attorney who earns a percentage off of every title policy they sell, so now you know why they like to sell them to you. But there you go, guys. Title policies in a nutshell. I don't know how many, how long was that? Two minutes, um, ten minutes? What do we got? Thirteen minutes. All right, guys. I'm back in the office, and I wanted to share with you real quick a funny comment made by William Tingle on the in the Facebook group as it related to a question that I asked about. If anybody had ever actually read the title insurance policy. So I'm going to read this to you. This is quite hilarious, but it hits the, the point right on the mark. And William says, in the interest of saving time, here are the cliff notes. Thank you for your donation to our title insurance company. In the unlikely event that you have an actual valid claim, you can be assured we will try everything under the sun to not pay your claim including it up to going back until the beginning of time to see if you have ever been involved in any court proceeding where you were sued and anyone else might have some type of claim against any settlement we were to award you. If we find such a case, we will then use it as an excuse to not give you your money, but require said party who sued you to join your claim so that we can make sure you have to share the money with them should we decide to actually pay you. This is just one of the ways we will try our best not to pay any claim that you make. The fact that you cannot sell the property or do anything with it due to the title defect you bought, our insurance to protect you against doesn't mean jack shit to us. We are in the, we are, uh, you might say, in some ways, no, in every way, much like the Hotel California. Your money can check in, but it will never check back out thought that was kind of funny. It actually hits it right on the mark. And that's actually the way these title insurance companies operate in the event that you need to file a claim. So just be aware of that. Thank you for listening to the Virtual Real Estate Investor Podcast with Vincent Polisi. If you found any value in this podcast, please use our give to get method and take a moment to give us a five-star rating in iTunes. And your favorite podcast service, so we can keep giving you excellent episodes of real content you can use to profit today.